The views and opinions expressed on Lifeguards Off-Duty are those of its hosts and guests exclusively. They do not represent any entity, organization, or municipality. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Michael Katchmar. I'm Tyler. And I'm Sean. And this is Lifeguards Off-Duty with Dr. Michael Katchmar, the Jersey Shore number one lifeguard-themed video podcast. Watch us on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook Live. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever streaming service you prefer. If you would like to contact us, send an email to drkatchmar at icloud.com. Follow us on Instagram at lg.association. All right, let's get started. Let's start the show. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. This is uh, Dr. Michael Katchmar. This is Lifeguards Off Duty. Today's date is March 22nd, the year of our Lord, 2023. And uh, we have a, uh, uh, everybody's here today. Were you we about have to call us special guests? Special, no, you're not special guests. You're, a guest, you're not even guests. You're, you're part of the show, uh, just like the uh, table here. So uh, we have Tyler. You just compare me to a table? Tyler. Furniture. Tyler, I like the furniture. All, all we are is furniture for this <laughs> fucking guy. So we have turn, uh, Tyler, we have uh, Sean, and then wow. uh, and then we have the three Stooges right here. Oh, we're not in this. You're not in the shot. There you are. There we go. I'll move it. Okay, there you go. Sean. So we have the. Th- I don't. The, the shot really calls me out on my posture. Oh, man. There you go. Good. The it's you. She can see her fat bellies better. <laughs> winter. Go. We have winter fat. That's why I'm wearing the baggy hoodie today. You got to wear black. If you wear black, you don't look as fat. So that's the whole I, thing. I found that when I wear. Um, if I wear dark colors here, I blend into everything. I just I'm a floating head. When I wear horizontal stripes or like plaid, mm-hmm. it just makes my gut look. Well. You guys don't wear ties, but back in the day, if you wear a short tie, it makes you look fat and short. If you wear a long tie, it makes you look tall and thin. So One of just, uh, <laughs> I just want to give you. <laughs> that's, so, re- that's reminding me of uh, me, me and my girl went to a, red- a wedding a couple months ago. And um, our buddy Kenny, who uh, used to guard with us, shows up with a tie about like like this big. Yeah, like literally, six like inches. A ch- yeah. literally a child's tie. <laughs> and was, yeah, and I'm, I go, dude, what is going on with that? He's like, what's wrong? With that? He, There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> if you look at the clowns, like you know, back in the day when they used to have the circus with clowns, the clowns all well, they had the short ties. You know, well, then, then you have the opposite end, and that's like the Trump tie. Oh, real long. That just goes like goes forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So anyway, we uh, we have a good show today. We got a lot of things we're going to talk about. Uh, I have I brought I have two things uh, one thing I want to talk about and this is this uh, giant uh, uh, plume of seaweed that's supposedly uh, bigger than the United States. You want to talk about that first, or what do you guys want to go? Yeah, I mean, yeah. hit us with it, Cash. Studio hit. man. Oh, well, no, no, no. It's you know. But anyway, so uh, let's go here uh, to the uh, my iPad. We'll show it up here. So this is a five thousand mile wide blob of seaweed. And it's headed for the Florida and uh, threatening tourism across the Caribbean. I've seen this before. And this thing is brutal. Let me just see if we could play this video here, if it shows anything here. You might want to uh, knock the, the thing down. So I don't you, know if we're going to get anything. You're yeah. the one who has to mute it. Yeah, we're not going to get through it. We've got a commercial here. Um, so I'll, I'll put it down here. 
I, I've seen this when I've been sailing, and it's amazing how, how, how crazy it is. And this stuff is, like, really, really uh, neat looking. We're not going to get a good picture here, so let's keep going here. Maybe it'll come up over here. So, basically, it says uh, 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 a mass of seaweed that formed in the Atlantic Ocean is headed for the shores of Florida and other coastal uh, uh, coastlines throughout the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, and what it is, this stuff grows out there. This stuff lives out here. It is. Can, you, uh, can we pick this back up here? See it here? Let me see. Let me get bigger here. There we go. So this stuff lives out there. All right. See it? This is normal. When you're out there with your boat sailing, there's just miles and miles and miles of this. Do you have to avoid it? Does it get like it stuck could. up in your engine? It could get in your propellers and your intakes. But what happens is it's really when it hits the beaches, that's when it's a problem. That you you know, let's let's go this way. I'm gonna get out of here. And um it, it, it really becomes a, a real big, real big issue. Is it just and, like currents well, colliding? Is it's making the seaweed uh yeah, let's see. I, I still have some more here. At this uh, oh, man. sargassum bloom in the yeah. Okay, quit that up for a minute. Okay, listen to it. We might get taken down for this. Okay, uh, you can't have any of it. No, we have in the past. By the way, this is the notification we got earlier. Okay, well there you go. It's not so, broadcasting the sound. Okay, don't broadcast the sound. We should be no, pretty I, good. We, we can't because we didn't update. <laughs> oh, it just came out. Uh, I don't think you have to do that. So anyway, so here <laughs> it is. See what? Uh, what's interesting? Look, the fish are underneath. So this this attracts fish. It's actually a good thing. It's this is normal. Let me make a point. This is normal. This uh, weed out there. This 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 grass is normal. That looks sick. And it grows out there. It's been growing out there for tens of thousands of years. But what happened is it's gotten so big now. And where the problem is is when it comes to shore. When it comes to shore, it um, it smells, it dies, and it and it and it kills a lot of fish because it cuts the uh, circulation. But look at these fish; they there's food. If you want to catch uh, mai mai, you go find these big groups of. Uh, it looks really cool. Yeah, it usually starts coming around. They bloom like, you know, like in June, July, August. What but, conditions allow it to get so big? I, that I don't know. I have another article here, but I think this is pretty good. So. Um, you could uh, you could get me out of here. Now let me just read here a little bit. If there's anything else here, dump trucks get get get, get, get you can you can't you can't get it on your end. You're the one, dude. I can't do it here either. So, so I, I was <laughs> you're the one controlling it. No, no, you could you could control the volume over here too. That'll lower no. the volume. Vo no, no, you continue. could. We're no, fine. no, listen. If you go, just so you know, over here with this iPad, you could take care of the voice. Uh, mute, mute it right is there. This no? the, is this the troubleshooting episode? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this is the behind so, the scenes. So you, episode. so you want to know? So what did you want to say, Sean? What, what did you want to ask? So I've been about? watching Prehistoric Planet, and that kind of reminded me of the the plesiosaurs. They they had a whole episode. It's the sickest show. Like you need to watch it because you would you're gonna love it. Um, these dinosaurs are swimming between ocean water and lake water. So like, right. not, not salt water. And just like the graphics that this show has is insane. Like you really think you're looking at real dinosaurs. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, David Attenborough, you ever see? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't watched that. Well, let me, let me show you one more, one more thing here. Oh, so this man. is, this is another picture here. So yeah, you're going to love it. Hang on. <laughs> This is pretty neat stuff. This is going to cause a huge, huge uh, problem. Let me open this up with the air. Yeah, it's here. So go ahead. Hit me up here. I want to show you. So this is what it looks like. And it comes up on shore. And the stuff is really nasty. So here it is. And how do you pronounce that? It's S-A-R-G-A-S-S-U-M. Sargassum? Sargassum? Sargassum. So there's a place called the Sargassum Sea. And it's always been out there. Thousands, you know, I don't know how many, hundreds of square miles, thousands of square miles. And this stuff lives out there naturally. And it's bloomed. Now, cl climate change, I don't know. 
but it's been impacting the uh, Caribbean for years. It's getting thicker and thicker to sail through, but when it hits the beaches, it stinks. So a smelly seaweed may be coming soon to the Gulf Beach near you. Here's what to know. I probably It probably won't hit the Gulf Coast, you know, the Gulf of Mexico, but it's going to be on the eastern shore and all your Caribbean. So if you're going to go to Florida in the summer or, uh, you know, uh, we're in the Caribbean, it could, be, it could be really bad. So here. And you were saying so, this is bigger than the United States. Well, listen, if you're headed to a beach in Florida, Gulf of Mexico, or the Caribbean in the summer, you may find yourself stepping over the over part of the massive Great Atlantic, pronounce it again, sargassum, sargassum belt. Enormous mounts of brown seaweed washed up on the shore floating. So it um, uh, rots after it hits. So this stuff, uh, when it gets to the beach, you don't even want to walk on it. It rots after it washes up ashore and produces hydrogen sulfide gas. Smells like rotten eggs. That ain't a good place to go. And um, The water fountain at the park where I used to play soccer smelled like that. I was... So, Very suspect. Yeah, so here, see, the, the seaweed has existed for centuries, but climate change and inflows of nitrogen and man-made fertilizer from rivers has caused exponential growth over the past decades. That first line is a weird line to me. What's the that? seaweed has existed for centuries. It's obviously existed for way longer than that. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, people think it's abnormal. You Casper, know, just, scroll up. Yeah, hang on. Yeah. It's also just weird... What? Like, how do they know fertilizers from rivers is causing this? Like, they're just attributing it to... Yeah, that's that also a shot in the dark. Yeah. Like, who wrote this yeah. We, we don't know. We don't know that. I, I don't know what caused it, but, but here's, so here's a schematic of how big it is. So there's Africa, there's North America, South America. Look look at it. Yeah, and, the Gulf Stream there. Yeah, I guess it's going to go into the Gulf Stream because that... Look at, it, look at the... Uh, canary. I, was, I was at the Y yesterday, and we were talking about, like, ocean rescue stuff because mm-hmm. uh, some of the guards that work there have never worked like on a beach. So right. they're always like, every time like I tell us like Sean or I tell a story, they're like, Oh, like, what is that? Are you serious? And I was just joking around saying that like every time someone has like a weather question for me mm-hmm. or, um, Oh, why are the waves like this today? I just attribute everything to the Gulf Stream. Gulf Stream, right. Well, yeah. here, here, here's... It's moving that way. Yeah. Right, right. Well, you could see here. So look here. This is pretty interesting. So a large amount of the grass are projected to hit the Gulf Coast, Florida this summer. Uh, it's, uh, though the seaweed season is March through October, it starts appearing ahead of schedule in Key West area and uh, Cancun. So look here. If you look at this diagram here, it's pretty good because you got... There's your, there's your Gulf Stream. You can see it, which we all know about that. It goes along the coast. Then you have the North Equatorial Drift. You have the Canary Drift and then the North Atlantic Current. This is pretty interesting. People don't know that. What are you laughing at? You don't know. <laughs> the, way, the way you just gave up on Equatorial. Equatorial Drift. North, <laughs> Northern Equatorial Drift. But what you can see, though, see how big the, the, the sea is? I've, I've, I've uh, you know, uh, went through that stuff multiple times. So this thing is so huge now. It's gotten, this is not as big as it is. They're saying this is almost the size of the United States. That's pretty big. Gotten really big. And um, so here so it is other here. other than just like stinky shorelines, what? Yeah, so there's a, besides your mild irritant, it looks like. Could, it could hurt tourism. That's the thing. And fishing. Here it says right here. Uh, in the 2 million Monday. square mile uh, sea, uh, um, ocean currents carry to Florida, Gulf of Mexico, and Caribbean islands, where the sheer amount of it hurts tourism and fishing industry. Um uh, you don't want to be, you don't want to be, you know, on the beach. I'm telling you, it's, I've been there. It's disgusting. You can't swim in the water. It's, it smells. It's really thick. We, I don't think it's going to hit us, but uh, you never know. It could come up with the Gulf, you know, the Gulf. And look at this here. This is just more pictures here. And there's different species. Uh, and, uh, you know, it goes on and on here. It's a pretty interesting thing. 
Uh, but it's going to be it's going to be pretty bad. Here's here's a picture of it how it's coming, but it's it's in the middle too. So that's the density. So did you guys ever see this I bet stuff? You could use look, this, look, look I at bet this. You could use this crap for like some really good look at this fertilizer. Beach. Like now that we're on that topic, they're talking about in all it. seriousness. Like it's yes. just breaking down um, organic material no. that could be no. repurposed. No, you make a good point. I read where they're talking about using this for uh, fertilizer. But look at this. Look at this beach. There's no way you could swim on that beach. None. I'm, I'm still paddling out. Yeah. Well, Eddie would go. Yeah, you know, you, it, you, unless you can, you know, deal with the stink, you know. So uh, have any benefit? Okay, here it is. It does. Um, it is an essential fish habitat because you know I, I used to fish on that stuff. You go out in the ocean and you go look for it, and uh, when you find it, you go underneath, and that's where the uh, uh, my my hang out. Yeah, life life make, gives you lemons, make lemonade. I mean, so it here. seems like yeah, it was, what it was like something that would happen if like like the ocean is like a little bit healthy, right? It's just, it's just blooming, you know. I there, there there's been times where they say fertilizer in the water and nu- nutrients, uh, nitrogen increases growth. But this is an essential. They actually they, so it's just this this sea, this Sagram Sea is is classified as essential fish habitat, and um, it provides source of food for birds, turtles, fish, crabs. Uh, according to the Virgin Island uh, Department of Agriculture, it's it, it's it's really been healthy. I've never see t- from my perspective, it's not a bad thing. This is normal, but it's so much of it, and it's coming to shore. It never got so big where it would come to shore. Only very rarely, and um, so that's what you got going on here. You know, turtles are underneath it, so it's a good thing. Uh, but what do you do about it? You know, so it's going to be uh, a real hassle for for people. I don't know what the answer is. You know, some years it's good. About three, four years ago, it was really bad, and then it, and then it mellowed out. You could get rid of this. Uh, I think a me. lot of kids are going to make some seaweed fights this oh, summer yeah. with this stuff. Uh, throwing at it. At just each go, other. just go back one more to that. Uh, this is a good picture. I want to show you. This actually has. This is the, what it looks like. It actually has air pockets that make this thing float. That's why it floats. And uh, and it gets the sun and it gets the nutrients. It eats. You know, it, it digs up those. It takes those little um, whatever. Uh, uh, what's the word I want to use? Uh, dendrites, whatever. Nutrition from the from the ocean. So, what were we gonna say, Sean? The air pockets are cool because, like, that, yeah. they're not capturing air. It has to be like some type of, some type of chemical reaction to make gas for the from this right from so, the bottom of the ocean originally. Right. Well, that's when it dies, you know. But yeah, in the water, it's considered harmless to people. But when it rots, it, it gets the hydrogen sulfide and ammonia, <clears throat> which can irritate eyes, ears, and nose. People with asthma and other breathing illnesses may have trouble breathing if they inhale too much of it. So, uh, you know, if you if you got anybody got you know uh, they're going to be going down to Florida for a vacation, they could be in trouble. But look at the, look at the size of that thing. You know, so it's pretty neat. You never knew that that there was a sea out there. You know, and actually that part of the ocean too, it gets really mellow. It's called the doldrums. There's not a lot of wind out there. About it, yeah. When when Christopher Columbus came across, so if you look here, Europe and Africa. The Canary Islands. He came across that way. That's how he came across with that with the Canary Current. He got pushed. He didn't have to have really have wind. And there's a in between there. There's like no wind at all sometimes. <clears throat> so, yeah, see, that's, it's so what not, he did. It's see, not about sailing, right? At that point, it's more no, just going this, with the current. This makes a good point. If you look at this, this is how back in Columbus's day, and and they they got to the United States. They came across. They hit the Caribbean. That's where they first hit, right? The Caribbean. They came up. And then Florida, and then they would take the boats back and go through the Gulf Stream up over and back to Europe that way. So they really were following. What were they carrying on those boats? Gold. Just gold? Well, they, yeah, let me see. They were slaves one way. <laughs> well, you know, well, from Africa, Africa, slaves, then back gold. And, uh, you know, what they, you know, also, um, uh, where, where they bring the rum from? You know, uh, down south, they would bring. Um, Captain Morgan. No, no, yeah, but they would bring. Um, Admiral Nelson. Uh, um, sugar cane. 
sugar cane. You know what it was? You know, talk about that. You know, it was a big business. You know, they, they, uh, you know, Boston. You ever hear the term Bean Town? Mm-hmm. You know what they called Boston Bean Town? It, they would, they would, they would trade in beans. They would bake, they, they, would, they would raise beans, farm beans, and they would trade for slaves and, and molasses, uh, which is from from which is from molasses is is a byproduct of sugarcane. Uh, I think tomatoes started in South America, like that. Like it, Italy didn't have pizza up until like. Oh, I don't know about that. After we colonized the the Americas. But yeah. Anyway, so this is wait, just and then wait and then pizza <laughs> is a Chinese thing. So do you think it had no? What? Do you think it had to? You mean you're talking about pasta? No, tomatoes. That's really what I'm. I'm saying. So if pizza's a Chinese thing, why is pizza a Chinese thing? I don't know. I'm just. This is all off the top of my head. Nonsense. This is okay. Nothing so to anything. Continue. No, but like, see if see if pizza's a Chinese thing. <clears throat> pizza is definitely an Italian thing. But hold on. Pasta might be a Chinese thing, but tomatoes for sure are an American. You're thinking of pasta, like the whole story that like, who who. Uh, yeah wow isn't that so like at least pizza as we know it wasn't a thing until at least 1492 yeah they're native to the andes bolivia chile colombia ecuador and peru um (laughs) my my girlfriend was buying something from from one of the stores from just a store somewhere and the change was 1492 and without even hesitating like columbus sailed the ocean blue to the lady at the cashier <laughs> How did she react? My girlfriend was so embarrassed. <laughs> Poor Katie. <laughs> All right, so so um wait, who uh, who was the guy that brought back the pasta from chat like where that story comes from? Marco Polo? No. No, Mark Marco Polo, yes. Yeah. It was Marco Polo. Um I think that story's bullshit. I think they had pasta in Italy before that. I think he might have just brought like a different type of pasta back. However, well, they, they definitely had bread. Noodles. They definitely had bread. But you know, you know what came from the United States, and it was what was the first drug from the United States. You know, you had cocaine from the South, but you know, you tobacco, know first, tobacco, hopium. Was, no tobacco, hopium. Oh, no, not hopium. That was from that's from the Middle East. <laughs> but, oh, here you go, Sean. You're kind of right. Did pizza originate in China? Yes and no. The concept was there, but it was only until Italians added tomato and cheese that it became what is now known as pizza. Look at that. So, in essence. Um, I don't see. Well, if it, we there's no listen, wait, wait, wait. For if there's no, yeah, but Sean, Sean, listen, more than anything. think what about that stupid how a statement is. If this doesn't have tomato and cheese, it's not pizza. Well, yeah, but like a flatbread. Well, it's is not. Then that's a flatbread. That's not a pizza. But what's the difference between a flatbread and a pizza? Because I uh, tomato bre- sauce and cheese. I've had <laughs> I've had flatbreads that have tomato sauce and mozzarella Cash, cheese. Cash, you'll never be able to tell me that buffalo chicken pizza is not a type of pizza. Yeah, that's pizza. Yeah, but it's got tomato and cheese. Does not have tomato on it. Does not cheese. Uh, does well, then it's not pizza. Is well, there tomato and buffalo sauce and like Texas pizza? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. No idea. Anyway, but the thing. All right, next Google. All right, let's go. <laughs> so let's go. What do we? What's our next uh, thing here? Let's go Hold back. On. Buffalo chicken is important to our specific beach patrol, Cashmore. Yeah, you guys eat a lot of. We that. do eat a lot of buffalo chicken. What? Is there tomato and buffalo sauce? It, what is buffalo sauce made of? Cayenne pepper-based hot sauce, melted butter, and vinegar. Mm. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, but what's the hot sauce? Oh, cayenne, cayenne pepper. pepper yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what else? What else you guys got to talk about today? What's our next subject here? What do you want to talk uh, about? Because you. So anyway, the sea, the seagrass, and that, that that's really interesting. If you fly over and you go to the Caribbean and you're flying into St. Thomas or Tortola or Puerto Rico, you'll see it. 
when you're going lower, you'll see you'll start to see mats and mats of it. And it's pretty interesting, especially this time of year. So keep an eye out for it. You can check it out. And if you're going to go on vacation, you better be careful. Better call ahead so Tyler, you know what they could do. What else is washing ashore? Yeah, so uh, millions of fish turned up dead in an uh, Australian river in the outback. Millions. Um, millions, they said? Crikey. Yeah, that's, well, a lot that's of what fish, the headline man. said. But once you start reading the articles, there's only like 50 of them, tens to hundreds of thousands. (laughs) But I mean, these images, they started popping up on my social media feed uh, during the weekend. I actually sent you guys both. Yeah, I I saw it. I saw it uh, on the news. Um, They're they're pretty shocking. Um, So this was in New South Wales in the town of Menindee. Um, Australia. Authorities are attributing it to depleted oxygen levels in the river after recent floods and hot water, or uh, sorry, hot, and hot weather. Um, basically, in a nutshell, what what's happened is there was there was some flooding where the riverbanks overflowed, um, and these are like uh, like in an area where there's like a lot of tributaries from uh, Australia's two biggest or two of Australia's be- biggest three rivers, and then there's all the off offshoots of those. So these overflowed. Once the floodwaters receded, they took a lot of organic matter, like microbes, bacteria, stuff like that, back into the river, which in turn ate up all the oxygen, and then all the fish had nothing left to breathe, uh, basically. Suffocated. Yeah, so the river, uh, it's called the Darling Baca. It's also experienced similar die-offs in recent weeks and months, and it's actually been happening. Uh, It's something that happens routinely out there which actually and i'll point out in a little bit that the fish have adapted to however not to this extreme nature that it has has been recently um most recently there were tens of thousands this was in february that popped up dead and uh several reports were made of dead fish downstream towards a town called Punkari, near the borders of south australia and Victoria. Right. If you read this here, and this is, I know this for a fact, when you talk about oxygen and temperature, see a lot of people, uh, we had this here near the nuclear power plant when it used to work, and this is in, in uh, on Barnegat Bay and Forker River, and when they would put out uh, different temperature water, uh, especially hot water, the fish would die, and, it's, and, and so they used to think it was the, the temperature of the water, and really what happens is the temperature of the water increases the, pay, the fish's metabolism and they, they and need more, more oxygen. oxygen. And, and warm water holds less oxygen than, than cold water. That's why when you talk about the Labradors and, you know, off um, the, uh, um, you know, uh, the fisheries off of Georgia banks uh, up there, the water is cold, and it, but it's loaded with nutrients and oxygen. And that's why yeah, it's one of the most. And that's, that's why right. they're also attributing it to hot weather. Right. They've been having brutal. Well. It's the combination of all this yeah. organic matter getting flushed back into the yeah. river. And this hot weather. But before we move on, I want to show. No, I want someone to add to that before you move on. Yeah. Well, show add, a picture. I want to show a video. Oh, yeah. uh, so we'll go to. Casper, well, what are you saying? Well, what, what what happens is, you know. So this is a video of all these fish. You want to mute it? Yeah. So, yeah. that Yeah. I mean, and, like, just look at this. It, right. For anyone There's who's fertilizer for you. This is literally a river with a blanket of dead fish over right. it to the point where you right. can't even see water. And this goes for as far as your eye can see. All right. So let me, it's, let me it's make a point about this shocking. too. Yeah. So you got, you got heat, heat more, you know, hot, hotter temperatures for whatever reason. And uh, why is that jump up and down? It says live. You know what Just I mean? 
We're fine. Yeah. Keep it's driving me crazy. And um, so what, what, what's, what you have to remember too, Sean, is that what you have a lot now in Australia, all around the world, United States, you have this what's called non-pinpoint non, uh, uh, non or non-original uh, pollution. So uh, there's no, there's no it's, it's, it's runoff from the streets. Uh, people have fertilizer yes, like on their the, article, the article we just and read with the fertilizer was just right. nonsense. What, 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 but no, but that's there is a lot. If you look at the no, there is there no, is pollution. You when you have rain, you right? When you have rainwater, you got you got bird poo, dog, sh you know, crap, uh, fertilizer that people put on their lawns. Everything gets washed down, goes into the to the system, and gets most of it like around here goes right into Barnegat Bay or the ocean, mm -hmm. and that stuff. You know, uh, is impacting because a lot of people use the fertilizer. Now, all the farms in the United States, they use so much fertilizer, it goes down the Mississippi River, and thank you, Sean, and it, it, it causes a lot of problems. I'm, not, I'm just saying, though, that, that a lot of it is this uh, non-sourced uh, pollution. It doesn't come from one place. It just comes from runoff. Okay. And that's, that's, how do you fix that? You know, how do you deal with that? You know, that's hard. So... I know, you know, like in Australia, it's the heat, but it's also stop the runoff. And you can't, that's why like some places they want you to catch the runoff and don't let it go off the system. Like in my, my building, I have one in Lacey Road, right? When we built it, we were not allowed to let any of that water escape from that pod. So we would have, we had to build a sewer system with, a, with these big pipes on the ground that everything percolated down and it, and it didn't go into the sewer system. And there was a, a, a catch basin that filled up, and then that would only overflow into the uh, sewage system at like a 100-year storm. So a lot of places, you're not allowed to have any of your rainwater uh, leach out into the, into the system. So that's one way to try to do it. That cost another $100,000 to build the building. But, but anyway, I just thought that was, you know, to add to, add to that. That's a real hard problem to deal with. So mm -hmm. what are they going to do with the fish, uh, Tyler, the yeah, same so, thing? Um, what, what was one there? of the departments that deals with these things in Australia, they're called the DPI or the Department of Primary Industries, who, according to their website, they deliver a broad range of initiatives across the state, including research and development to grow our agriculture, fisheries, and forestry sectors, uh, and regulation and administration of biosecurity, food safety, blah, blah, blah. They're only one of the departments that deal with this, but they put out a statement saying the event is ongoing as a heat wave continues to put further stress on a system that has experienced extreme conditions from wide, wide scale flooding. They also added the current hot weather in the region is also exacerbating hypoxia, which is these fish suffocating yeah, yeah. as warmer water holds less oxygen than cold water and fish have higher oxygen needs at warmer temperatures. So exactly what you said before. So, <clears throat> And there is, like, currently a plan to start cleaning up, but I started looking into fish hypoxia, uh, especially if I could find any research for this specific area of New South Wales. And I found a really interesting study from 2014 that pretty much predicts to a T that this was going to continue happening and, and getting worse. Uh, what they did was they studied the effects of nitrogen-induced hypoxia on gold perch, silver perch, Murray cod, and eel-tailed catfish in the lowland rivers of the Murray-Darling Basin in Australia, which is exactly where Menindee is located, this town that we're talking about where all these fish popped up. This is that area of tributaries I was talking about, right, where right. those right. big rivers feed into. Right. right. The end of the research abstract, right, on the opening page says this. 
Despite the natural occurrence of hypoxia and blackwater events in lowland rivers of the MDB, which is the Murray-Darling Basin, juvenile stages of these large-bodied predators are vulnerable to mortality induced by low oxygen concentration and water chemistry changes associated with the decomposition of organic material. Given the extent of natural flow regime alteration and climate change predictions of rising temperatures and more severe drought and flooding, acute episodes of hypoxia may represent an underappreciated risk to riverine fish communities. They said that this was going to happen. Yeah, well, you know, it's 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 interesting to report, and I don't know what you know to make of it other than. Um, you know, uh, everybody gets on the bandwagon about, you know, climate change. I think this is more of runoff issues. Well, I, you know? I, I think and I think that's a, an important thing. You know, stop using fertilizer on your lawn. You know? One more thing I do want to point out that's interesting and does speak to the severity of uh, the situation and the fact that there's, from an outside perspective, like, you know, none of us are on the ground there, so we don't really know what's happening, but... Um, it speaks to the fact that there is something else happening other than the natural like flow oh, of yeah. events because yeah, these yeah, are yeah, fish yeah, that sure. yeah. have evolved to deal with this type of low oxygen right, right, level right. in the water for the right. same reasons that they're stating. They right. actually uh, they use what is called ASR, which is aquatic surface respiration, where the fish literally come to the surface to breathe. So they know how to get oxygen out of the atmosphere. They've evolved to do that. And they still couldn't get enough. No, no. Based just on like just how like in, just like in our bay, you you guys are not young enough, but there was never the amount of jellyfish that you get in the bay. Now the bay is loaded with jellyfish. You know, uh, going into July and August to the point where you can't even go in the bay and swim. It's so bad. And again, what what most people say is that's runoff. It's the runoff from uh, the when it rains. You got to understand all our area here. When it rains, it all goes into the sewage system and goes into the bays. I mean, up in Spring Lake, Brielle, everything goes into the ocean or the bay. And that stuff is loaded with all kinds of things. Think about it. You know, uh, garbage, you know, uh, fertilizer, you know, the, 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 all the animals who, you know, <laughs> you try to keep, you know, pick up this stuff. And that is a problem. And uh, uh, I think it's, I forget what it's called, you know, non-point pollution, non, non-point pollution. And how do you fix that? That's a big problem. It's a problem there. You know, if you read that article from Australia, I did, I looked at another one. One of the things that they're saying uh, precipitate the whole event was huge amount of rain and flooding. And it brought it, wa- all that water from the land brought all of this material uh, and, you know, uh, nitrogen, which, you know, started the whole process to go. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just what it is. Hey, let me ask you, you, you have here, what, you know, we talk about all this, any more things washing up? We still have more? Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, just, yeah. just to wrap up on these fish, um, yeah. so there are, like, locals are kind of pointing the finger at the local government, um, but as of right now, they're saying that there's no need to be concerned and, and basically that, you know, um, they're cleaning it up and, you know, they'll move on. But people are really concerned about the safety of their drinking water. The smell is unbelievable. They're, they're concerned about a lot of things in Australia. <clears throat> so, yeah, but that kind of rolls into uh, our next discussion, which is yesterday, eight more dolphins washed up in Sea Isle, New Jersey, which is... Is that unusual? Eight, is that unusual? Eight more dolphins, and that's yeah. something that with this whole marine... Kaspar, is eight dolphins washing up unusual to you? 
I don't know. We, you know, we. I mean, here's the thing: Have they been washing up? And we haven't heard about it. Is this something that's yeah, been no, reported? Actually, dolphins have been washing up a lot more, like more, if not as often as whales. And people just don't talk about it because it's just doesn't. Right. So is this anything? So is anything? This is this anything out of the normal? This is not anything out of the normal of the last three months, but it's out of the normal for what the normal has been. Yeah. The say last the last, years, last, you know, ten years. Yeah. Hundred years. Yeah. So it's not. It's not. It's so sad. Out of the normal. Yeah. I mean, the yes. point. The point that keeps getting pushed is that. There's been a an uptick since like 2016, right? In these marine mammal of deaths, deaths in general, yes, but not. This is a dramatic, dramatic. Yeah. So now they should be able to do autopsies because these are small, well, smaller. So, so what so they that, come up with? So that's like an interesting uh, point. So the eight washed up. Two of them were dead when they showed up. When veterinarians showed up on the scene, six more were taken back to some sort of facility for. Basically, life support. They ended. Oh, up, still alive. They ended up being huh. euthanized. Basically, mm-hmm. the article article was like they were better off dying because they were going to go die a slow right, death. Right, right, right. Uh, an issue that Sean has pointed out is when these necropsies happen on these whales. Necropsies, necropsies yep. on these whales. They don't get to it in time to really determine the cause of death. Right, right. right Especially right. if there was some sort of like yeah. brain bleed or or in or the case like of that. the whale that was washing up in Seaside Park. Uh, it took days for it to just, when we saw it, to even get mm-hmm. ashore, let alone they think it's the one that was from a week ago up in north in the New York uh, dock area. So yeah. were they able to do an autopsy on this thing? Well, or ne- necropsy, whatever the point is, like you just said, they're going to get to it a lot quicker. Right. And hopefully get an, uh, an answer that's closer to the truth. How do you, you know, not how do you euthanize a, a, a dolphin? Probably the same way you euthanize a dog. Yeah, or a horse. No, I don't know. You inject them. I guess you could inject yeah, them. For I sure. Wonder, yeah, I wonder how they do it. Anyway, yeah, so they're gonna come that, up like you're like that. That must feel if you're a dolphin, how intelligent they are. That must feel like an alien abduction. Yeah, yeah. especially because I mean we we believe an alien ray may have zapped those dolphins to even wash ashore in the first well, place. Let, so let's being the aliens. So ask me this. Yeah. What, what's this? So this was the allegation was, or is that they're doing this research for the windmills. So what's the story with the windmills? Did they shut it down? They still doing the, so I was what's, saying what's going on? Cause the noise was really loud about the dolphins and the whales. Right. When that 13th one washed up, the mm-hmm. one actually was closest to us and the one in park, everything kind of chilled for about two weeks. And I guess two weeks later, eight dolphins are now washing up, which is, I don't know if it's, put your tinfoil hat on, if it's a coincidence, if it's Well, strange. did they stop, did they stop the research it out there? There was nothing announced, but like the, it I was. I thought somebody said they pushed, like some in the state here, somebody said. Oh, I didn't said, hear about this. I read somewhere where they were, they were saying that they were going to shut it down for a while until they investigate what's going on. I think they want them to. I don't think they've ever agreed uh, to do so. Because there's a, there's a, there was a, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? A petition going around. Yeah, they never agreed to that petition. Oh, okay. All right. So, so we don't. So it's still, we don't know if the research is still going on out there. We know the research is still going. Oh, on. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Never. Stopped. I'm saying if you catch more, if you put your, your tinfoil hat on, there right. was a lot of noise about the whale deaths in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. People were get, starting to get emotional and upset about the problem. Mm-hmm. So. I, like a quiet solution for the company is to just delay scanning for two weeks. Or, oh, I see what you're saying. And you know? then build it up and again. Then, and then, yeah, like now we're going to start carrying a little bit more again. I, I don't know that for a fact, but I'm just saying. I'm who's who's the point people on this? Who would be the ones who are going to uh, criticize or say, hey, there's a problem here? Everyone is besides no, no, the no, government. No, no, forget about the people. But, but in the government, is the EPA? Is it the... You know who 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 like fishing game like who who has the authority here or would be point 
the point uh, agency to investigate this and say, hey, listen, this is cause and effect. I mean, who's who's taking it right now? The Fish and Game or the DEA? Not the EPA DEA, for the sure. EPA, EPA. But maybe the, uh, uh, what is it, Fish and Game? Well, there's NOAA, which is the National Oceanic and Atmospheric uh, thing, which uh, Trish DeVoe mentioned to us. So that'd be the point individuals to, you know, we, so if we went on the internet, we wanted to research this, we'd probably go to the NOAA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've been following, uh, Tyler pulled information from them, Clean Ocean Action, which is not, I, I don't think it's New Jersey only, but there is mm-hmm. a New Jersey sector mm-hmm. that has been doing great coverage on this. Well, I was just, you know, I thought, I, I, I you know, to me, uh, going back to the windmills and everything, I think there's better ways to, to generate electricity than putting windmills out in the middle of the ocean. I mean, that's kind of dumb to me. I just put everyone on a bicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hook it up yeah, to a yeah, turbine. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, but I, Cash, wait, imagine, imagine you were the dolphin and you got zapped by the boat. You don't know what a boat is. You know, like, they're, they're around a lot, kind of like... I've never seen dolphins never, get hit by boats. You've never seen the surface world before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, The yeah, world yeah, above. Yeah, yeah, you've, lived yeah, yeah. In the, you've lived in the ocean yeah, your whole life. Yeah, yeah. And you, a boat goes by, zaps you and your family... You guys are confused, and you wash up ashore alive. Yeah, it's terrible. And, and then they keep you alive. Yeah. And yeah. then they kill you. Yeah. Well, hey, listen. But they know. kill you humanely or yeah. dolphinely. Yeah. Well, it, the Nazi Germans did that to the, to the Jews. They, they, you know, basically they said humanely. They gassed them or whatever. So there's no humane way to kill anybody. The only way, you know, the only way. Difference. No, the only, no, no. The only way to humanely, the only way to humanely kill somebody is to say, hey, 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 Tyler. You're free. We're not going to kill you. You could go home. You, as soon as you turn around, put a bullet in the back of your head. That's about the only way. That is not the most but, humane but, way to do But let that. me get let me get with this thing with the um, with the uh, whales and everything. So I read an article uh, about two weeks ago, and it said, and this is somebody who is obviously you know for the windmills, and they had their perspective, and they said, well, these 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 all these whales got hit by boats, so there must be something going on, and that's and and I can tell you right now, that's. To me, disingenuous because first of all, a lot of these whales they did have evidence of getting hit by a boat, but it was probably after they died. Yeah, or or okay. well, after they were zapped by the ray. Like imagine being a confused whale and like this well, other mass, right, is right, like right, right, triggering but, but, your internal but, sensor. Right, but a lot, a lot. It looked, to, it looks like it, when I I fished out there for twenty five years, every summer I'd go out to the shipping lane. I was out there all the time, at least twice a week. Okay, and uh, you know, you see some whales that were that were killed or died, I should say, and it, everybody knew about it. You would there would be a radio message, and they would put it what's called security, securitas, securitas, and somebody would report it to the coast guard, and you would know about it because you don't want to hit it with your boat. And sometimes they put a marker on it, you know, okay, and it would float and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was very rare. And you know, for, there's you have ships out there eight miles out every day, hundreds and hundreds up and down, up and down tankers. And you know if if they if they were going to hit these whales, you'd, there'd be whales dead all the time. Same thing with dolphins. I've I've never seen one get run over by a boat. Never, hurt, you know. They're they're too smart. They're yeah, too they're agile. Not, they're not suicidal. No, but they know. But they see the boats. They're not going to mess around. In fact, you're not going to catch a, a dolphin by accident when you're fishing for like cod, uh, uh, stripers. You know, they're 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 not going to take your bait. You could throw bait in front of them. They're not that stupid. They're not. Gonna they're not going to take it. You know, go try to catch a... Uh, so my point is, is that... Sean, you remember that episode of SpongeBob? What one? 
Oh, they, so they think that the so hooks are like uh, place wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my point is that, that they're, such, they're so full of it. They try to manipulate the story. Well, all these whales got killed. No, there's something killing the whales. Whether or not it's the, uh, uh, you know, the uh, uh, evaluation, uh, 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 you know, to try to, the drilling or whatever they're doing, I don't know. But getting back to, forget about all of that. When they have these windmills, they put them out there. They're going to be, I forget, 15 miles out. 100 foot of water, 80 foot of water. Much farther than that, but... is it, I thought it was 15 miles, It's no? like 50 or... 50 oh, 50? Off the top of my head, I think it's 50. A five yeah. zero, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. My, my point is, it's like, why go through that? It's so far out. It's such a, a hostile environment. You got to run all the wires back. I mean, just open up a nuclear power plant or, or, or for that matter, just, you know, burn natural gas or, or solar panels. I don't see it. You know why? You know, you know, you know to what? me, it's just a stupid technology. That's my point. You know what take on this whole thing I don't appreciate? What's that? Is like the right wing pundits that are like using it to like make some sort of like political point about the hypocrisy of the left. Like I saw a clip today. How, how's that? How's where that? this guy on Fox News was literally laughing, talking about this issue, saying like, oh, ha, 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 where's Greenpeace now when... You know, it like the, it's, it's it's the windmills that's it's, you know, the green energy that's causing the death of the whales. And he's like smiling, laughing, making a joke out of it. I don't I don't appreciate that take at all. Yeah, but well, like because the thing is, like, they're, like they these pundits like latched onto this issue and now they're acting like they care about it as some sort of like it's just like some sort of performance to like, like I said, prove the hypocrisy of the left. There's nothing behind they're just saying like, oh, you guys are stupid, and yeah, you know, I, all these whales I, I, are dying I, I, because of this I, yeah, green energy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, they're making a joke of it. And yeah. It's not. It's not a joke. I, I listen. Whether or not I understand that, and I don't get involved in that. My my whole thing is that I'm just common sense. To me, whether or not you know, uh, uh, renewable energy is a great thing, but the technology for windmills, especially put them out in the ocean, to me, it just doesn't. I don't see it. I, I there are you know, put them in the, in the in the marshes here, off of New Jersey, if you want them. You know, I mean, there's plenty of places to put them. And well, uh, the or issue in the mountains, the, yeah, the mountains are good. The issue is like we know it causes harm to people, or like there is apparent birds harm. all kinds of things you know birds and, and you know somebody's going to hit them out there but but my point is is that i just think it's 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 i understand where you come from but everybody's got to put their political thing on it but i just think it's a stupid technology to, to to have here and uh i think there's a lot of better ways but anyway so they're still doing this research now they have more so these dolphins came well we'll see how it goes you know the, the proof is in the pudding i just don't know when would they schedule to have these uh windmills put out there you have any idea we went over it uh, on one episode, I off, again, off the top of my head, I don't know. Uh, it's a long-term plan, the surveying and building. Probably a year. No, it's they're a, not going to put up. Farms you know. are being built in sections, not like, right. like across ha, the whole have coast you, at one time. Have you ever been at real close to one of these windmills, these big ones? Oh, like they're at massive. The, they're, I'm telling you, they're massive and they're, they're scary. I was in Aruba. I've been in multiple places, Aruba, Tortola, where they have the big ones. Now, the one in Tortola, it's nothing but problems because every time a storm goes by, you know, it gets blown down. I mean, it's massive to fix these things. But they are huge, and the maintenance on them is is, is really uh, amazing. And they, and they got a lot of grease and gear. I mean, they're not clean, you know. They, they, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a moving object. It's a machine, basically. And, um, you know, uh, I, I just think that it's all good about technology. A good example now, I'm finding out about um, electric cars, right? So electric cars, you know, Virginia has an electric car what through, does he have? through work. 
uh, uh, it's a Volvo, right. but it's a, it's a complete electric. The problem is, the problem is, is that, you know, if you drive with an electric car and you got your, first of all, in the, in the winter, the electric, the battery has to stay a certain temperature. If it freezes, it's done. It's dead. It never comes back. So the battery has an inherent heating system, which takes up energy. So in the winter, if it goes below zero, freezing, your battery is going to drain a lot quicker just for self, mm-hmm. you know, preservation. Also, if you run your heater, there's, in a car, you don't get heat from the engine anymore. I mean, you've got to have an electric heater. Um, in the summer, again, your um, air conditioning is going to have to run by electricity. So if you want to play your radio, have, you know, electricity, heat, it's going to drain it. So these things go real quick. Number two is that if you get in a car accident, right, and a lot of these batteries in the back of the car, if you get fractured, if the battery gets fractured, you know, cracked. Wait, I feel like you're trying to use this, this the battery preserves itself through energy argument to, like, di- no, diminish? No, diminish no, no. Well, what I'm doing is, I'm, cars, no, no. But like, what, we know that they're more energy no, no, efficient. No, no, well, What I'm saying is, no, what I'm saying is, same, we do with the windmills. They're efficient, they're great, but they have their downsides. So once a car gets... Once a, once electric car, the battery gets in, in a car accident. I hear you. It's I, done. The it's done. Is. No, it's done. It's I'm just saying is that the the savings you get from these these whatever the uh, renewable energy is, you have to think all the way through. It's like a chess game, and it may not be as efficient as you think. Especially if you got to replace the batteries all the time, or ten years when the battery's done. What do you do with that car? Where do you put that car? Where do you put the battery? Can you recycle it? The battery's for sure replaceable. They're replaceable, but what do you do with the dead battery? Where do you put it? Not, the battery itself is not recyclable. Though. Yeah, no, car, yeah, no, yeah. no. My point is, just like with windmills, it's not a one-to-one, you know, benefit. There's there's downsides, and that downsides, if you're looking at reducing the carbon, uh, you know, uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, load, it's not that great. I mean, it's not as, as much as you think. I, I, I think that, to it's me, cool. there's better technology. But it like, is less than a combustion engine. Uh, and if you look at this, you know, it's a really, I watched this Ted, um, Ted, um, Ted uh, Lasso. No, no, Ted, um, you like Ted Lasso Cashmore. No, no. Yeah. Oh. But listen, I listened you, to do it. You like feel listen, good don't television? stop. Just stop. But if you're asking questions, <laughs> you know, the, the Ted conferences and a guy, I tell you where the good technology is. The best technology right now is hybrids. Pure electric is just no good. I have a, I have a but fantastic you still, hybrid. Right. But you still, Millennium Falcon, I call her. Right. But you still wind up if you, if you, that battery. Anyway, my point that w- the whole conversation is that. Some of the technology sounds great, but in the long run, it's not as great as it, as you want it to be because there's a lot of downsides to it. And I think that what we're already seeing well with, upkeep with upkeep in a car and like things that are, are handy like a car where you can just go to the auto body shop or I don't know a, a blender that you electric you can just replace the batteries for. That's fine. I hear you with the wind turbines being an issue, being so far away. It, it really the Orsted company that's doing it. It really is a system they're creating to control work in at least New Jersey. Like there will be a lot of jobs from this, but like we're just we're just renting out our ocean to this Swedish company. I, I, not not I, even I, the yeah, government. My the my, my my point is company. right. My point is though is that pretty weird. It, it you're gonna you're, you're gonna wind you're gonna wind up having land uh, of the free, but not the sea. No, no, and there's, there's, there's going to be just as, you know, there's, there's pollution on that, and there's pollution, there's the degradation to the environment. Already you see the, the pr- price you're paying right now is maybe 
dolphins and whales getting injured just from the research. But when you have that thing out there, who the heck knows what that vibration? No, we know, yeah, we know the vibration hurts people if, if they live near wind turbines, right, right, right. that they can't my, sleep my, and they have right, right. headaches and right, seizures. Right. So, so my point is that all this new technology, and it's, it's nice, but I tell you what, you got engines that burn, you know, fuel or gas or hydrogen. They're pretty efficient, you know. Like right here, I got, I got in this house here. I have two uh, uh, air conditioning and heating units. They're 97% uh uh, efficient, 97. It sucks up all the fumes. Very little bit of stuff goes out to the outside environment. They, that's natural gas. It costs a lot of money to buy that, but they're very efficient. You, now, know, what's, you know what's really efficient? The the toilets that incinerate uh, waste. <laughs> very efficient. All right, so let's go. What, what's next? What, what else do you have? Anything else? That was what, it. That was it? That's all you had for today? I'm tapped out, Catchmark. That's it? That's that's all you had? I was tr- yeah, you told me I, you told me I wrote too much no, I, on my I, section, I, I, so no, I no, so I shortened no. it for you guys. No, 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 no. Well, well, I think in New Jersey here, we, we we're go, we're going to see what's going to happen with all this technology. But we had nuclear power plants in Forker River for years and years. I mean, the problem is now you have uh, rods that are stored there, uh, the nuclear rods. I don't know how many tons is there. So that that's you know a situation. Hey, guys, don't remind the people the negatives of nuclear energy. We're trying to. But. But yeah, but there's there's a lot of technology out where you could use those rods and have a nuclear power plant. I I still my opinion instead of doing the windmills, open up nuclear power. I'm a nuclear power guy. I think that's the best. This very safe now. The technology you guys should do a show on it. It's very very safe. It's uh, the technology is very very good. Cash, you want us to do a show on nuclear energy? What's that? We'll, yeah yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get for one life for next course. week. Well, Isn't it'll it? save the ocean. You want to save the ocean? Yeah no, I'll do that. Isn't it wild? It'll save the ocean. We could do a show on nuclear submarines. And perfect. Like, those are pretty crazy to think about. They're just, they they can submerge for, like, years at a time, right? Yeah. And they don't have to yeah. stop for anything. Yeah. It's the thing, crazy. The thing, it, if you think about it, what happened? A happen- nuclear reactor in a underwater boat. Right, just, right, right, right. That's, that's, I want to talk, talk to the people who operate those about the aliens. Yeah. You think they see I'm, the aliens? I'm, I'm of the ilk that the aliens are coming from the ocean. Okay. Like, that's where they keep coming from. They've been down there for a long time. I think the people operating yeah. the submarines. You guys, are, no. you guys are smoking too much whippy weed. No. So yeah. listen, listen. This is let me, mainstream. Let me, well, let me the, talk the about. No, it's no, no, not mainstream. You guys, yeah. Look so listen, up. let me make a point about the nuclear sub. Your nuclear, just so you know, because you bring up the subs, nuclear energy really started with the subs. Nuclear energy started with the subs, and um, President wait, Carter. Cash, wait, are you more afraid of the aliens or China? Um, I don't. I'm not worried about the aliens. If the aliens are afraid of China, listen. Let me tell you something. If the aliens, Bro. if the aliens, uh, if there are aliens out there and they come here, they're going to be way more sophisticated. They'll 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 we'll wipe, shot. they'll wipe us out so in I two read, seconds. I read something interesting. We'll today. be we'll be used as fertilizer. We have a I shot like to, against China. I like yeah. to ground myself in reality, but every once in a while, I'll creep into like the conspiracy subreddits, and I saw this one like little blurb today about I think it was. Either Carter or Reagan had promised to, like, release everything he was told about aliens. So he gets his meeting with the CIA, who's, like, in charge of this information. And presidents are usually only briefed on a need-to-know basis. Yeah. So they'll give them a cursory, like, yeah, they're here. We know they exist, but we're not telling you anything else. Somehow, again, either Reagan or Carter got them to tell him the full story. And he left the room, like, sobbing because... Basically, what they told him is that, according to this th- this little article I saw, um, that the aliens, like, they found bodies at Roswell. They tested their DNA, and it's 
sequenced exactly how our genome is. Like they are us. And knowing that would like absolutely destroy society. I tell you what you should be worried about right now. Putin <laughs> and, and uh, Xi Jinping met and they're going to form an alliance. Oh, that's, and, that and, sounds and, like peace. And, and, no. Oh, no, no. Wait, they're no, making up? No, no. They're going <laughs> to, awesome. I, I can tell you, listen, you worry about all aliens. I tell you what, you better worry about World War Three. And I'm going to tell you, you know, what, 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 I think we're the right now. They're trying to help us avoid no. World War Three. Well, uh, our politicians are, right now. This to me, re, it looks like if you look at history, it looks like 1938. History 39. doesn't repeat itself. Yeah. Okay. And you know, you 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 have you have North Korea with about 1.5 million troops. They're ready. You know, they we we've had a war in North Korea already, and and you know we we, we fought the Chinese. You got. Russia, can you imagine if Russia, if China hooks up and puts a, a million troops into Ukraine? I mean, you, you know, you guys are going to be, you, you'll have a draft. You'll, you'll, we'll go to war. You know who's going to be fine, though? The you guys in the submarines. They're uh, going to be fine. Yeah, why are they so. going to send us over there to be cannon fodder when they can just send a little drone up in the air and, like, yeah. literally pop your skull off They'll knock the, the pressure tr- of a no, button? Because no. the drone doesn't feed the economy as much as no. human deaths, Let me bro. tell you something. Eventually— <laughs> It doesn't feed the news but, cycle, man. You know, that's news what media. you guys use—see, that's the thing where there's a misnomer. Eventually, you're going to have to put boots on the ground. Eventually, it's going to be dirty, you know, hand-to-hand, you know, very dirty combat. It, unless you put nuclear weapons— it, you know, that's why Australia right now, Australia's shitting in their hats about if there's a war with China. China right now is going to make a move on Taiwan eventually. And think about this right now. China hooks up with, uh, with, with uh, uh, Putin, and they, 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 they make a move on, uh, on Ukraine. Hopefully they stay stopped there. They might go all the way back to, you know, whole Europe and could be have another Dunkirk. At the same time, North Korea invades South Korea. We've been there before. At the same time, China moves on. Uh, uh, Taiwan and Japan and Australia, and then and then here to top it off, you have you you have uh, Iran and, I, and Iraq make a move onto onto Israel. You'll say, "Oh, Kachmal, you're crazy." Okay. So what? So what do you it suggest? Happened. So what do I suggest? If you're the president. If you're Joe ooh, Biden, ooh, who's Joe Biden? Like, who's you, Joe? You're who? Joe Biden. I thought his name was Jim Biden. <laughs> is that his name, Joe Biden? <laughs> I don't know if you're being. Yeah. You're Joe Biden. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're Joe Biden, uh, yeah. Or do you want to be Ron DeSantis? Would you uh, rather be Ron DeSantis? You sanctimonious. You can be. Com- you can be Kamala. You, you love. I love Kamala. Trump, man. You can be whatever Trump call, Trump, figure Trump you want. Trump has a name for everybody. I I, I like how he, he's got one for DeSantis now. He calls him. He calls him. He calls him. Ted, Crooked Hillary. He calls him a uh, 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 sanctimonious. <laughs> All right, no, seriously. I wouldn't go after Trump because I'd be like, hey, I'd sit there and go, what's he going to call me? Like, what name? Like, if you had to run after, you know, go after Trump, like, you know he's going to come a name for you. And you're like, like, you know, low energy Bush. <laughs> All right, Cash, but you're the president. He's going to call He's gonna call you foot fetish Cash Martin. That's what he's going to call you. Footsie. You got to love the guy. All right, how do, you, shit. how do you handle this situation? War but, breaks but, out uh, in listen, Europe and Asia. Listen, I, I, you're, you're Ron DeSantis in 2024. You've won office. Uh, NATO is scared. No, no, NATO I, I, is tell scared. You, I tell you what. I tell you what. Here's the deal. I'll tell you a couple things. First of all, you know, my father fought in World War II and my uncle's World War II in the Korean War. Okay? And I had, you know, I was told stories about what went on there. And, it, it, you know, it's not nice. My other uncle, my younger uncle, had friends that I knew who fought in the Vietnam War and died, okay? And that was on TV. And I, I got a draft card, but I never went. And what I would say is this. We should be talking about peace. I don't know, you know, who's right or who's wrong, but instead of you know, we should be walking away. So what I would do, I, I, would, I would have a brokered peace. It's eat fast and best as I could and try to work things out. 
because this is this is only going to end, you know, war. I mean, think about it. Think about it. the only one, one that was really a war that really made a big difference was World War Two. Okay, we had a fight. You know, World War One was. I mean, a lot of guys died, but what did it accomplish? You know, Korean. We we invaded. You know, they they the North in, Korean. Came, wait, in they, that argument though, what did World War Two accomplish? Oh, it, it put down Hitler. I mean, and you know, yeah, that, but then we and, no, but like it's not that the World War Two wasn't important, and that uh, it's a good thing that the good guys won. But like right out of the bat, um, Berlin Wall. Uh, well, the Russians, Cold right, War, right. Like, but, you know, no, listen, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. War, does Russians. war? No, no, no. Does war? Do we need war? I think you know that's because that's a great idea. Do we really need war anymore? And and you know what I'm saying is, if you look at sports as like an analogy for war, like we need war games for. What if we need war games for countries? Like right. what if we need a reason I, I, to argue? I, I, like I'll give the you Olympics. No, what if we took I, the Olympics I, I, more seriously? I'll give you this. I'll give you this. I listen on. I listen it's to like no gold medals. No, like, but. I, what? You win territory by winning or something. Like, but let me we, ask you this, guys. This? Let, me, this let, let me ask you, you guys. Right now, I listen to the President of the United States. He says to Ukraine, we're going to stay as long as we can, whatever it takes. As long as it takes and whatever it takes. You have Lindsey Graham saying, I want to bring jets in there. So my point is, is that, you know, they're talking about peace. And they said that Ukraine is not going to give up any land. And they want to, you know, pretty much destroy Russia. My I just asked the question is this. I don't know if that's what we should do or not do, but what is it going to take to do that? In other words, what's it going to take to beat uh, Russia and, and Putin? What? How much? How many troops? How many people are going to have to die? How much are you going to have to expend? And are you willing to do that? That's why I asked. I think they should have a, a discussion. I think the president should come to Congress, and we should discuss it and maybe even have a vote. Do you guys want to go fight for Ukraine and, and, and possibly die? You want to right now? Not Ukraine. No, I'm just asking. Which are you? Are you? Is it worth that? I mean, you don't have to answer the question. It's a you know because. But the thing is, I'm not going to have to go fight. You know, I'll, I'll probably suffer here because we won't have a lot of food and everything. But you know, the young people in this country are going to have to go. And you say, "Oh, I'm not going to go." Well, they get a draft. You will not have. You will not be able to stop. They'll. They'll. If you don't go, they'll give you a letter and you got to go. And if you don't go, you go to jail. They'll I'd grab rather, a hold I'd of you. Rather go to jail. Well, okay, they'll put you in 20 years hard labor. At Fort Weatherall, you know, I mean, bre- breaking big rocks into small rocks. One hour, you could look at the sun, and you're gonna have additional discharge. And when you get out, you ain't gonna work at McDonald's. I would rather, <laughs> I would rather take that option, okay, than take the All life right. of another person that's just defending okay. their country in the same way uh, that I am for fucking uh, people you that can, don't care no, no, about okay. that. Okay, you could be a conscientious objector. So you could go, you could, we'll, sure. and we'll give you a rifle. You don't have to carry a rifle, but we'll give you a hat that has the cross on it, but you're going to be right there, and bolts will be around and everything. No, and I'm going, I'll you go You won't get jail. killed. You won't get killed. I'll go to jail. Okay. Everybody. I've said this. If someone, right. if, so, if right. the beaches in Seaside Heights get stormed, I'll dig in. How about this? Wait a minute. How about this? How about if, you know, you guys all say that, and I mean, I'm General Catchmore now, okay? I'm General. We try to make you president. You don't no, want to be. Gen- so now, right, now what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a water out. So I'm going to say, listen, I'm gonna gra- I say, listen, get me a bunch of dossiers. And there's, there's this guy. We got this guy, Taylor. Uh, uh, you know, I said, listen, let's put him on trial for you know, uh, not going in the military. I plead guilty. And you're guilty. And you get you go in front of a firing squad. Firing squad, I'll take okay. it. Okay, all right. Well, then I'm gonna fucking go. I'm gonna die over there anyway. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> Sean, thank you for you, listening. Sean, what about you? <laughs> I'm not going to Ukraine. I think the closest country to America that I'd probably go to war for would be America, Canada. Okay, I might fight so, for the homies down in Mexico. So, so my now, po- the cartels are fine. We don't. No, need they, don't need, they, they don't need. They don't need. No, us. they're no, fine. Realistically, it's it's just. 
I can't ever see myself doing that. So, I can't ever see so, myself. I like, no, no, no. But that's I'd my pro- point. Like, that's my point. You know, no, no. I don't think a lot of people in this country. It's okay right now to you know, uh, you, rah, you know rah, what rah, we rah. should do. We should put Putin and Joe Biden in a boxing ring. Yo, Putin's got some whatever type of cancer he's got. And he's younger and Biden's, smaller. Biden's we'll give him a handicap. We'll give him, because we'll, he already has CTE. Right, right. We'll put a blindfold on Putin. Biden's like six foot. Putin's like five two. That would yeah, be but, sick. But Putin's a black belt. Yeah. That but Biden already has no, the CTE. No, I got something so. better. You know how you have, equal wait, it? Have you ever seen Putin play hockey? Is he nice? No, no. Oh my God! Please pull this up right now, Sean. What what Wait, equal what Cash equalizes? Man, you want to see excellence? Uh, but listen, what ex, what <laughs> what what would equal? What's the great equalizer? What is within? What is uh, Putin playing hockey? No. Soccer? No, no, like, no, 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 no. Like no, I no. would play hockey Sam, against Putin. Uh, uh, Colt. You know Samuel Colt. You know what the great equalizer is? A gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Colt. This is like when uh, the dude from North Korea got a hole in one on this his is first ever golf this, shot. Yeah. <laughs> Give him both a gun and let him let him have you, a duel. Let him have a duel. He's going up against. The elite of the elite in Russia, right here. What what year is this? Two thousand. Who cares? Two thousand ten. Two twenty twenty. A little. Oh my God, guys! This is this is one of the coolest videos on the internet. You're hyped right now. Wait till you see it. So Putin's dapping up all these professional hockey players. So obviously the one with the pucks of Putin. <laughs> Look at this defense. Look at what he's scoring on. Yeah, the cut. Oh, listen, if, if, you, if I was playing against Putin, I'd let him get every shot in. What are you kidding me? If right. this, did you hear? No, Cashmore, they're trying. They're trying oh, to they, stop him. Oh, they are they? Well, look at know. this. Look at look at Putin with that that look at that athletic stance he's got Whoa. right there. He's digging in deep. Listen, they just had that a reporter. Listen, listen. They he just walked up to the goal. Sean, they just had a reporter who criticized the war, right? And all of a sudden, him and his friends were walking on a lake, and he fell through, and he drowned. Cashmore, I don't know Did if Wayne know Gretzky Clinton? <laughs> ever scored eight goals. So that Dude, was the eight internet. goals. Yeah, look nope. at this. Look at oh, oh. the backhand. Look at that defense. Honestly, yeah. dude, all right, class. you can shut that this off. So, so look at it. Look how fat. Look how <laughs> fat the, the gold. Look how fat the gold is. I mean, look at him. He's like he must be about four hundred pounds. And then wait, it says he falls on his victory lap. I want to see this. <laughs> oh, he hit the carpet and just dropped, yo. That's so funny. That's so funny that this even exists. That he could you imagine this. being that like ego, ego, like that much of an ego where you just make people go to an arena to watch you play up against professional athletes and just dunk on them? Yeah. So, so yeah. Anyway, you know, I want I didn't want to get into politics a little bit, but I can tell you right now, you know, you talk about climate, you talk about all this. Nothing's going to matter. I don't want to get into politics as he's proceeding to get no, further. No, but, 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 but nothing. Every show and every we show. Right, right, right. Because, because this is this politics. is an unprecedented time in our... In it's our, always yeah. unprecedented. No. It's never, the I, times well, are always Well, I'll tell you where you had. You had, you had Dylan, has bro. never happened, yeah, therefore yeah, it's yeah, unprecedented. Yeah, well, you had Mitchell Crisis, you know, the 60s. We had a pretty good... We've had some good stretches where it wasn't really... I wasn't thinking about World War III. When's the last time you thought about that? You know, really, it's never been that that shaky. Even what, missile crisis with, with Kennedy, yeah, you know, but not. I mean, with Afghanistan, no, we weren't thinking about that. Vietnam, mm, you know, I mean. So anyway, everybody, ho- hopefully, you won't get that. Thank you for listening today. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, so like and subscribe. Turn on notifications. Uh, follow us on LG Association. Check out our Twitter, Twitch, Rumble. Uh, we are the internet. Thank you for listening. Anybody yeah. else want to? We're gonna get we're gonna get some shirts uh, soon. You were just killing it. <laughs> yeah, Sean, that's great. We're gonna get some uh, shirts soon, so hopefully things come. Tyler, anything else to say? Uh, keep a lookout for the lifeguards off duty closed water lifeguards <laughs> off duty preseason closed water invitational. Um, 
Are that still going to go on? Officially announcing it right now. Are you going to definitely do a tournament? We're having a preseason lifeguard tournament at the Ocean County YMCA on May 13th at 2 p.m. More details are coming soon. We're going to make an official announcement on our Instagram page and get all the registration information out to everybody. So hopefully a lot of people come out. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a goof. When is that going to be? We're going to have some prizes. Put the May 13th. Free t-shirts and shit. May May 13th? Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. Uh, anything oh, else? People keep asking us for t-shirts, so they're coming. They're coming. They're coming. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna have them. Uh, we just did. We just looked at them today. So we're gonna we're just doing a little tweak on one of them. So we'll have them out next. Hopefully, in the next week or two. So anything else, guys? These no? might be the longest teased t-shirts of all time. All right. Gotta build the hype. All right. Stay yeah. out. Stay, stay alive. alive. All right. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>